We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, Michael's back. Uh Uh-huh, Michael's back. Oh, 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 you know what time it is, right? It is time for the Mom and Michael Hour, my favorite hour, because I get to visit with my son, Michael Battle. Hey, honey, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, son. You know, I was talking earlier tonight at the beginning of the show about when is it too early to play Christmas music, and you know... You love it. I love it. Your grandmother starts the Steel's Christmas albums like in June. Uh, (laughs) And so by the mid-September, I'm like really tired of our music, right? But she loves it and she loves listening to it. And so I usually, you know, try to find out when the most popular stations in town are starting their Christmas music. What about you? Do you wait for a while before you start? Do you wait till November or... What do you do? Well, okay, I try to wait, but I mean, to your point, people start playing it all over. In fact, I was shopping this weekend with some friends, and they had music on in the store. I'm grooving to the music. We're having fun. We're out. We're shopping. And all of a sudden, I'm grooving to Christmas music. I'm like, whoa, 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 Bloomingdale. (laughs) Wait a minute. It's too early. Normally, I don't want to hear a Christmas song until Black Friday. Even Thanksgiving night is too early. You don't want to hear it until Black Friday? The day, the morning after Thanksgiving, it is pure Christmas until New Year's. But because I feel like there's still Thanksgiving, and it, also my birthday is in November, so for me it goes birthday, Thanksgiving, and then Christmas. Because anything before that, it just clouds the other two occasions, you know. So I, I think that's why. Whereas others, it's just Thanksgiving first and then Christmas, so they kind of bleed together. But for me, I want clear separation between birthday, Thanksgiving. And Christmas, but you know who has been asking to hear more Christmas music? Because you know, of course, I have all the Steel song uh, songs on my phone, and, and then w- w- when I shuffle my songs in the car, a Steel's Christmas song will pop up, and Joey's like, "Oh wait, leave it." I'm like, "No, no, it's too early." He's like, "Yeah, but I like this song." So here he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, this has been happening for like two months now. He's like, "Yeah, but but I like this one. This is Joy Bells are ringing." I'm like, yeah, "I like it too, but it's too early." He's like, "But just leave it. I want to hear it." So well, you know, we are. Me, go ahead. He has made you want to listen sooner. To Christmas songs because he wants to hear them. And apparently, my iPhone really wants to play them because I'm telling you, that shuffle has been changing. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Christmas songs keep popping up. Well, that's because Christmas songs are popping up anyway. They started in October, according to an article I read. And then they end, um, you know, like right like a week before Christmas or something. And I remember growing up, we really didn't decorate or put a tree up until maybe two and a half weeks before Christmas. 
And so nowadays people start while it's warm, like this week is, is beautiful in the 50s. And so I'm going to decorate grandmother's front yard. Um, for the first time, I'm going to do this. <laughs> wow. And I'm trying to figure out what all do I want to put there. And I, I bought a reindeer, you know, those those see, those <clears throat> ones you can see straight through, but they're gold and they have kind of yellowish colored lights on them. Mm-hmm. You've seen those in yeah. people's yards. Yeah, for Some sure. Some people have the all white ones. Yeah. I actually went and got that. And I'm just really excited about decorating her yard. She's always, always wanted to see her front yard beautifully lit and and now it can be done it can be done well i'm excited to see these decorations i do love christmas christmas decorations all thing christmas uh i i just i love it i we had our first christmas tree in, in our place here in california last year first because normally i'm just i i see a christmas tree when i come to town that's the whole thing i don't have one here because i leave town but but you had one last no, year that was our first Christmas right, tree that's right, in our that's place right. in California because we always leave town. But we, of course, couldn't leave town last year. So we, I got a real tree, you know, filled the house with glorious smells and, and, and had gorgeous decorations on it. So I'm very excited to do that again, but it just needs to happen after Thanksgiving. And also, I love Black Friday. Christmas shopping on Black Friday is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see post-2020 if it causes me crazy amounts of anxiety because, you know, we just haven't been in environments like that for quite some time. But just the rush, the crowds, maybe not the lines, but the, but the energy of the whole thing and that hunt for a great deal, I do really like that. So maybe when I get home from Black Friday shopping, I'll have all of these gifts that I purchased, hopefully, if, I, if I'm lucky or things for myself even, and then we'll just uh, put on the steels and put the tree up. I believe the last time I participated in Black Friday, you were probably 10. Wow. I just, I can't stand it. I just think people get really freaked out. They want to, you know, they race to what they want to get because the prices are great and blah, blah, blah. I just think we don't have an understanding anymore of what's acceptable when it comes to sharing and... <laughs> Don't I sound like a teacher, like a kindergarten sharing teacher? Sharing and caring. you need to be sharing and caring, and we need to love one another. That's not what Christmas shopping is about, not at all. So I'm hoping that people will be patient because you and I both know that sitting out in California as well as other states, um, the maritime is really having a hard time. These ships are stuck out in the middle of the water and they can't come in because they don't have enough workers and so much more. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm just curious to know what are people going to do if they can't get what they want? So have you started shopping already? So I'm always shopping. Um, I'm not no, always but buying, for Christmas. but I'm always for Christmas. shopping. <laughs> I, I have lightly sort of thinking about it, but my Black Friday shopping is always at the premium outlet. I drive two hours almost to Palm Springs out of Los Angeles to the outlets. And the outlets, they are the highest in outlets you, you can get at an outlet. So it's Gucci and Prada and you know, all these amazing outlet centers where you can find a really great deal. So that's usually where I start as opposed to going full price because um, the outlets on, on, on major holidays like that will have additional sales on top of the outlet price. So you can buy something that maybe was originally $2,000 for $200. That's a hard-to-find sale, but every now and then you can get a deal like that. So I start there, and then if I don't find something about it, that's when I'll go online or to other stores in town. 
I'm stuck on Gucci and Prada. Here's the thing for me, honey. I will never go to those outlets. I will never go to those outlets. I will never go and buy a tie for you that costs $300. And it's like a tie that was in style back in 1955. It's never going to happen. Now, what happened? You did in Vegas. You bought me a tie that was $300. (laughs) Okay, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were Uh performing magic then. And it was the perfect tie for this outfit that you wear. For the magic show. Have I done it since? As you always say, boots. I need boots. In fact, I should give you a shovel. No, seriously, Michael. Have I bought you a tie since? Uh, no, no. Did you purchase other things. No, no. Because I look. I, I was I was losing my mind in the Bahamas. It was there was just no sense of me uh, spending that kind of money. But the tie was perfect for the. Um, Mm-mm. The the, the illusion no. for the illusion She's making excuses. I making inherited. Ex- I inherited the love of giving gifts, especially nice gifts, from you. So neither of us should be ashamed Aww. of that. We love giving great gifts to people that we love. Do you know what I'm getting you this year? Would you like to know? You don't have to give me anything. I know you always say that, and I love you for mm-hmm. it. I say that to you, too. I say, honey, you never have to give me anything. That's true, but I love getting you something, so I do. And I love that you give me something. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But it never has to be fancy. I mean, you and Joy always give me such beautiful gifts, but it never has to be fancy. You remember that year when you um, ordered from Saks Fifth Avenue um, a purse for me, I think? (laughs) No, was it a purse? No, No, it was a shawl or something. This, a like, scarf, um, yeah. Sparkly, high-end scarf. I said, you know, she could wear it on stage. It's also kind of functional. It's in my price range. It was on mm-hmm. sale. Saks Fifth Avenue, I ordered you a scarf. And then you could tell the rest of the story what showed up. This amazing purse that I would never carry. Uh, and, and I'm going, wow, Michael got me this expensive purse. It still had the tag on it. And I can't remember how much it was, but it was over $1,000, which everybody knows Gerlin would never buy a purse for $1,000, and neither would Michael buy me one. Not for $1,000, honey. It was a $2,500 white patent leather Valentino purse with a bow on it. Who's Valentino and why does it matter? It's a a very nice brand. Uh, I own some of their stuff. But anyway, the purse was not your style. And it came there I thought and it was it black and velvet. I thought it was a black velvet no, purse it was to go white. to a, like a, a New Year's Eve party or something. No, it was I don't white remember white. patent leather. Well, the, 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 the picture leather. you showed me, it was a white patent leather purse. And it okay. shows up, and that's just not a purse you would ever carry. It was very expensive. And you just were like, oh, I wouldn't carry this. I, I should return this, obviously. And I think mm-hmm. you tried to reach out to them to say, I hey, not I only tried, no, no, no. I talked to the managers and went even higher. And I said, say, you know, you guys sent me the wrong thing. The, the invoice says, blah, blah, not the invoice, but the uh, receipt says, this is what I was supposed to get, this beautiful scarf. And you sent me the purse, right? So they said to me, you must send it back to us immediately. And it's going to cost about, what did they say, Michael, $80 to send it or something? something like that. Yeah. I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And Saks Fifth Avenue had been closed in, the, in Minneapolis for a while. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not sending it for $80. You're going to give me a stamp or some type of you know, sticker to put it in a box and send it. I'm not paying $80 for your mistake. Mm-hmm. But then it took so long to resolve this whole thing, right. you kind of started to like the purse. And you were thinking, should I have even told them? 
There was, yeah. there was a whole, the whole uh, ethical conundrum around should mom have told them that they made the mistake or should she have just said Merry Christmas to me and kept the purse because you know, I surely <laughs> didn't pay all that money for it and they didn't even know what happened. But what, but what did you say? What did I tell you? I think it was something about karma, about how yeah. it wouldn't you know, do exactly. well in the future and you should send it back. Yeah. And I agree that you should return be honest, the purse. Send it. And you are an honest person, Michael. You and Venice both. I know that you would never have done that. You might have thought about it and carried it for a week, but you would have turned it in and said, you but, know what, you I, I wore it for a week. <laughs> you but I didn't. Like but I didn't. Did. I did start to did. like that purse, but I never once used it. Never once. I didn't put any of my things in it. I didn't walk outside with it. Nothing. I sent it back, but they wanted me to pay 80 bucks for it. It was not on display. For you. Oh, my gosh. It was not on display. (laughs) (laughs) Although your grandmother went, nice purse. (laughs) Yo, she loved it. Yeah. Yeah, but no. What's it on the Christmas tree? It's very large. Oh, that's a purse. We're waiting. (laughs) Santa dropped it off. Right, right. Santa, you know, it's just on the tree as decoration. But wait, so what was the end of the story? Like, How did it actually resolve? The, the actual resolve was that they had to send me a sticker to put on the box and send it back free of charge. And I said to them, I said, then we'll just meet in court. Because if you're trying to get me to spend $80 on your mistake and your receipt actually said, the receipt inside actually says my son brought me this beautiful, I think it was a velvet and something else, burnout velvet mm-hmm. kind of scarf. It was beautiful. Um, and they just finally said, fine, we'll send that to you. But you really should be responsible. I said, like, no. <laughs> No, I won't be. This was your mistake. I haven't used this purse. So anyway, they didn't like it at all, but I don't care. I was trying to do the right thing, and they, they were encouraging me not to. <laughs> they were. They were they were terrible about the whole thing. If this was a movie, they'd say, you have to pay. And you'd say, I'll see you in court. Cut to you walking into court with the purse. With the purse. <laughs> <laughs> walking in. Your Honor, this is travesty. I cannot believe they did this to me. And like, now the purse is wearing, stuck to my shoulder. Are you wearing <laughs> the evidence? Why, yes, I am. I had to break it to court, didn't I? And it's filled with your personal belongings. Of course it is. Practicality. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So have you started your, your Christmas shopping? No, because I, I want to start with the outlets first. And then after that, if I don't find, you know, the big deal that I want to find there, then it, it's the online search uh, to various places. And it's, you know, Saks and Neiman's and, um, but to your point, the supply chain is so messed up right now it's messed up, that man. I definitely I cannot rely, especially that late in the game. I cannot rely on on ordering a piece. Uh, I mean, in the first case, you got a purse, whereas now you might not get anything until well after New Year's. So and I'm fine best, with that. I don't have to have anything. <laughs> Having you come for the holidays, that's to enough the for me. Cities, yeah. well, you and Joe and Joey's the bonus, you know. Yes, my best bet is to find something online that is in an actual physical store location here in Los Angeles, buy it here and take it with me because otherwise it just might not show up. It might not show up. And, of course, you know, the U- USPS, of course, you know, United States Postal Service, that's a whole nother ball game. So, yeah, and for me, Michael, look, you and Joy could make breakfast for me and I'm a happy girl. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to have expensive gifts to absolutely love what you give me. Now, if you show up and give me a hug, you know what that means. <laughs> you know, I get this speech from you every year, and I have to just kind of 
sit back and listen to it and accept it and nod and smile. And, okay, great. Yeah, I'm on. Great. It's true. But, I don't have to have yes, a gift. I you and Joey you. are the gift. You are the I, gift. I believe you. I don't agree with it, but I believe you. I do have a question, though. Uh-oh. Am I correct that you never got the scarf? Like, you never even got a gift? No, I never did. I think they just refunded my money and they yes, never they showed did. up and you just That's never right. got anything. That I never got to see late. the beautiful scarf. Yeah. But I stopped shopping at Saks Fifth Avenue. I, I did. just stopped. Although off Saks, that's a different story. It's not the same store, right? Right. It's the same store. It's the same right. company. It ships from the same place. I They have gotten lots of my money. And so I definitely did not stop shopping at Saks. After. I tried for a little bit out of angst, but uh, it didn't work. They have great didn't work out. Didn't work out. Didn't work. Went right back. You know, Michael, you could do a lot better. Um, with some of these name brand, the big brand names that you like, you'd be surprised what you could find at the, at the. Um, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> at the thrift store. At the thrift store. You no, be some, You remember that place? Go ahead. Yes, you can. Ha- you can find great things at a thrift store. Really great but, things. But for me. Again, I'm talking from a place of privilege. If I can afford to go to a place like Office and get something at a significant discount, I would leave. I'd rather leave that really special thing at a thrift store for someone whose budget is lesser than mine, who can give that gift to someone else or buy it for themselves. Um, so I, I don't need to go, you know, dive that deep for a bargain. It's like, okay, I I work. I can go buy something, and I'll get a great deal, and I'll stick with that. That seems more appropriate. Huh. So I wonder what type of detergent I should buy if I, they say if I go to a thrift store, because sometimes, seriously, they have great things. Sweaters, you know. Hello? Well, I, Hello? You Hello? You about detergent, and I'm like, where is she, where is she going? What's happening with this? What's happening? No, I want to know what detergent <laughs> should you use, you know, to, to, if it's COVID, you know, protocols. You should go to the dry cleaner. <laughs> if it's a good sweater, you should not watch it. Wash it. If I had you the song "Money, Money, Money," that's what we play right you, now. You that's what we it. play. I just bought a sweater this weekend. I couldn't imagine washing it. It needs to be dry cleaned. Really? You know, any good well, sweater, I... wool, it's, it's going to need to be dry cleaned for sure. Yes. Hey, now, I wasn't. Guess yeah. What? What? Guess what I'm going to do this coming Sunday. I'm going to go to a Vikings oh. Chargers game. I know, right? For your birthday. Yay. Well, yeah, it's part, I mean, it's not going for my birthday. It's part of the birthday week because I have a friend in town. He was already going. So I'm going to go with him and his friend to a Vikings game because they're playing the Chargers here in Los Angeles. And I was like, you know what? Let's, let's go ahead and do it. That sounds, uh, you know, different than something I would normally do. But it, we have a brand new stadium out here. And I hear... My, my my lesbian friends told me that stadium food is delicious, so they said they, they could go there and eat. I was like, "All right, I'm going to go there and eat and drink and have a good time and see this brand new stadium." And then of course, my friend was like, "Hey, hey, I I can bring you some Vikings gear to wear. Like, what do you want? Some purple?" And I was like, "Well, it's a little confusing because I'm from there, but I live here. So it's like, which side of the stadium do I sit on? Which section should I sit in? You know, which because I'm very LA, but I'm." Soden too. So I'm going to just wear my own clothing, some some kind of neutral palette. But like I'm rooting for everyone. Whoever wins is okay. Kumbaya to the world. <laughs> hey, why did you say a friend? It's your best friend. 
Well, but I was trying not to say who it is. You know, I don't know. If well, I didn't say anything. Hours off of work. I didn't say anything. Uh, I'm not trying to Nothing. call him out in case. You know, he was like, oh, I have a cold and it's hopping on a plane to go on a vacation. <laughs> you know, don't want his Have you ever done like, that, I, by the way? Have you ever done I, that? I avoid that at all costs. And someone's like, oh, I'm coming to L.A. I'm doing this. I'm like, well, I will not post that on social media because who knows how you made that happen. You're a weekend away. And you know what? I'm, I'm here to help people have their vacation, not tell on them. Wow, that's so. deep. That's really deep. <laughs> Well, you son, we're gonna have to... I was like, don't say it. Don't say it, Mom. I don't didn't say it. it. I didn't say it. But I was I was surprised. I was like, okay, that was purpose. You know? Yeah. You you did that on purpose. So there you go. Yeah. It's a good thing I didn't Protection. say it because you know I'm the one that messed it up a lot. Yeah, you I, say I'm something to me. I didn't I even know. know. <laughs> 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 it's embarrassing. And by the way, there's an article about what detergent to use and they say clothes can carry the virus that causes COVID-19. Now, I don't know if this website is for real, but it says, but you're probably already doing everything you need to do with your laundry. So there are things you can do to further minimize the risk, even when caring for someone who has caught the virus. Do you want me to continue? Mom wanted to talk about the detergent so (laughs) bad she wouldn't found a relatively topical article to segue <laughs> yep, back in exactly. to her conversation about detergent. She tried with yeah. the sweaters and now here we are, you know, non sequitur into COVID clothing and how to wash them. But I, you know what I'm here for? I support you. <laughs> I support okay, you. Okay, Jonathan, I promise you we're going to take a break, man. Okay, Michael. Gosh, that's cold, by the way. <laughs> that's cold. You said you did that to your mother. Good Lord. And by the way, when it comes to detergent, get detergent with Oxy. <laughs> Wash it on cold. The laundry man told me that. You know the guy that has that show on television called The Man no. Laundry or The Laundry Man? What's nope. it called? I interviewed him before his show started. And really, I asked him for one bit of advice, and he said, wash everything on cold. And well, separate the colors, of course. But, you know, yep. separate the colors, but on cold and with Oxy. So any detergent with Oxy. And he was right. I got, Stains have come out, man. It's been great. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to take a break. brought to you by OxyClean and the Laundry Man. Yeah, and no, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid not a dime. Really. Okay. No. Not really? No, none. No, I, so, I, I'm saying not really. You didn't get paid a dime. So people know it's not a, not a real thing. No, 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 thank you. But anyway, um, we got to take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about the movies you've seen. How about that? Eternals it is. Oh, eternal it is. That's good. All right, we'll be back in a moment. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 1037 here at WCCO. Welcome back. You are listening to the Mom and Michael Hour, the final hour for Steel Talking here on WCCO. I've been at it for 22 years, almost 23, and I'm excited to have my son join us. Of course, you know that he has a degree in uh, film and television production from uh, Loyola Marymount in California, and he absolutely loves the industry, and he goes to see these movies and gives us the critiques. And Michael, of course, it's another marvel, another marvel, another marvel. You see how that goes? It's just in one constant thing. It's just another marvel movie. You never tire of it because it's so incredible incredible to see what they can do to keep these movies moving. And there are so many um, opportunities to do more. Um, What did you think about Eternal? Is Michael there, Jonathan? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. All of a sudden I couldn't hear you. Great. Oh, very good. Oh, it's Jonathan's (laughs) fault. Okay. <laughs> I thought it's usually my fault, you know. Okay, so Michael, uh, Marvel is around, and you went to see Eternal. So tell us about that. Yes. So I just wanted to clarify because you were saying, you know, a Marvel movie, Marvel, Marvel movie, more and more and more. However, both Eternals and Shang Chi were meant to come out last year, so these two films would have been much more spaced out than they were now. Of course, having both been pushed back because of the pandemic, as all the films that are coming out now, they were all pushed back by the by the pandemic. Um. So, Eternals, directed by Chloe Zhao, who I still have not seen uh, Nomadland, for which she won a couple Oscars, uh, just this past Oscar season. Uh, so she's, you know, coming off of some major awards for her film, and this is the second film to come out after that. So I, I can't really comment on her directing of this film compared to that film. But, of course, that's kind of a long drama, and this is a Marvel film. So kind of two different um, genres there. Uh, Jimma Chan casting this, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hyde, Kit Harrington, Camille Nagiani. The list goes on. There's some major uh, stars in this film. And the film is, I think, two hours and 35 minutes long. Um, so after, I mean, I've seen Dune in theaters t- twice, so that runtime doesn't scare me because I'm here for it. We ha- I haven't been able to see a movie in quite some time. To your point, I used to see one every weekend. So I love that I get to go see this on a big screen. Okay, getting to the point. Marvel films. We are very used to seeing them, like you said. We've had you know, over a decade of, 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 of the Marvel Universe unfolding in front of us. And they kind of have a, a pattern to them. And some people make fun of them for that. But, of course, fans of Marvel, like myself and uh, many others, are very used to that pattern. There's jokes. There's major action. There's, you know, they, they follow that same structure for most of their films. And even when they introduce brand new characters to us that we don't know, or those of us who didn't read those comic books don't know, we can expect a certain level of action and entertainment. Eternals doesn't take that route. Um, it is truly, uh, if it exists, it's a Marvel drama, which we've never had before. I mean, it's a, it's a completely different take on, on, on a Marvel 
um, film because they kind of let Chloe Zhao do what she wanted to do, which I think is wonderful because it gives us a, a very different flavor, different flavor of Marvel film. So before I go further in depth on what I thought of it, uh, let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. The tomato meter, the critics uh, on this one have really dogged this film. It's at 48% oh. on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics. However, the audience score is at 81%. So there's the, the, the two opinions are quite disparate around this film. And now going back to my thoughts, I'll tell you why. <clears throat> it is very slow. It is very boring at times. Although there are moments of really fun action. It's not when you would expect, not nearly uh, as much as you would expect. Most of the film is really a, a, a drama about these eternal beings sent to Earth by an even greater eternal being, uh, sent her to protect Earthlings from these creatures, creatures called deviants, and kind of unfolding what that means in their existence. But, of course, if you've been here that long, they've seen uh, all the iterations of, of human life. So they speak all their languages, and they've... They, they love human beings and, 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 and the, the culture as it has evolved, and they're kind of here to watch over them and also protect them, but not interfere when humans get into conflict, which is why, as we all saw in the trailers, the Eternals weren't, uh, weren't involved when Thanos was trying to you know, kill half the known universe. Um, <clears throat> it's more about love and connection than it is about being immortal or an action hero. Or, uh, it's... It's about, you know, what can love overpower and all, all, all the different types of love. And so you kind of have to go into it expecting something slower, something far more paced, uh, paced and just kind of go for the ride. I had heard that it was different. I'd heard that some critics didn't like it. So I came in with very low expectations, which I think really helped. I enjoyed it. It's very pretty. It's very relaxing, and the, it's the emotion that really drives it. Uh, Angelina Jolie, especially, I think her performance was great in this filming. She she really did a great job with her character. Um, and again, the action sequences are cool, but this is it's about love. It has Marvel's first sex scene. It's Marvel's f first gay re re relationship. Marvel's first gay kiss on screen. Um, and in addition to all of those things, it is. I mean, maybe save for Black Panther, the most diverse Marvel film I think I've ever seen. I, I loved the diversity in this movie. You have people of all different colors, genders, orientations, languages, accents, backgrounds, and then even within the main characters, they are speaking different languages throughout the film. It, that just felt great to sit in a theater with a, in front of a huge screen and see that level of attention to detail, diversity. Again, there's one character who's deaf, who speaks sign language, and then other characters are speaking sign language with her, and then they have a different accent. It just felt so cosmopolitan. It felt so appropriate when you're telling a story about beings that are, to, to the title, eternal, and that have been on Earth since the beginning of mankind. They would be uh, a, a kind of a... Uh, a mixture of all of our cultures and languages and background. They wouldn't be the same or even, you know, Americanized because that wouldn't make sense for who they actually were. So is this a Marvel film that, in the way that we're used to seeing Marvel? No. Is it going to be the bombastic, fun, action, good time we're used to seeing in an Avengers film? Def definitely not. But if you have time, which we do now, <laughs> to sit through something different that really opens up a whole new avenue where Marvel can go and add these characters and their splendid diversity to the Marvel canon uh, to allow you to appreciate all the films in the past and going forward in a different way, 
this is your movie. Go see it. Uh, the audiences again enjoyed this film because it was the uh, it was top of box office this weekend. It opened at seventy one million this weekend, which is low oh, wow. for a Marvel, Marvel film overall. But Black Widow was. 80, Shang-Chi was 75, so it actually is the fourth biggest opening in the pandemic so far. So Pandemic Times is a huge opening. It's still, it's still right there in line with other big Marvel films. People loved it. We'll see what it does next week, and of course, after the, these reviews are in, but if the 81% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is any indication, this film will continue to do well. You know, a lot of, um, not just Minnesotans, but Americans have media rooms, you know, where they have a big screen and they say, hey, I want to watch this movie on the big screen. But of course, the screens, you get a chance to see movies on are gigantic, right? In these movie theaters, they're making them bigger, taller, uh, you know, just give you so much more um, mm -hmm. um, in, in viewing what the, the movie presents, you know, what it gives to you. So would you would you say if, uh, you know, some people invited you over to see the opening of a movie like this in their media room, would you prefer that or go into the movie theater? I know you've told me recently oh, no. that you really enjoy going to the movie theater. I, I always love going to, to to see a movie in a theater. I want the big screen. I want the audience experience. Um, you know, I've been to friends' houses that have, I kid you not, an entire guest home on the property of the compound that's just a movie theater. And I would still prefer to see it in theaters to that experience because I just, I want, like you said, the huge, huge silver screen, the big 7.1 audio on the big speakers. I want the walls to shake with the sound, especially with the, with a big film like this, even though it is paced and more dramatic. It still gives you scale in terms of the action, the, the spaceships, the, 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 what they're doing in space. It still has major scale to it. So that, of course, and uh, I'm a film lover who couldn't see movies during lockdown. So I have, I have no interest in watching more movies at home as I've had to do during the entire pandemic. If I can go to a theater with a vaccine, with a mask, and see a movie as it was intended to be seen initially, I will always do that first. Wow. I understand it because, you know, the movie theaters now, the screens are way bigger than I ever imagined, you know, <laughs> and the sound is incredible. Remember it was THX. Is it still doing sound in movie theaters or is there another company that has usurped their abilities? So THX was originally invented by Lucasfilm, and that, of course, has, has evolved into Lucas Sound and things thereafter. But um, the, 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 there's definitely um, more advanced sound companies and sound methods out there now than THX back in the day. But even when THX did first come out, I can think of seeing Twister at Harmar Mall back in right, the day. I mean, right. that, the sound <laughs> on that was still incredible. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those films you want to see in theaters. And again, these movies that got pushed back to now from 2020, these big films, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Dune, as I've mentioned several times, they are absolutely worth seeing on the big screen first. That is for sure. Now, Michael, we got to take a break and we'll come back and wrap up this hour in just a moment. It is now 1050 here at WCCO. Welcome back. As we wrap up this hour with my son, it's called the Mom and Michael Hour. You know, there's something very serious I need to ask Michael about because the bottom line is that 
We are seeing our, our climate changing. We talked about that earlier tonight with a guest, a professor from St. Thomas University, and it is remarkable what is happening across the world, especially in our the United States, in uh, the state of Minnesota, California, you can name all of these states, that is seeing an increase of changes in the climate. And, the climate. and of course, these changes really do matter. We need to pay attention to them. Well, there are certain factions, I shouldn't even say factions, but there are certain groups that are really looking into what it means to feed billions of people across the world, because this has been the biggest challenge. What do we say when they tell us in 2050 that we are embarking upon a $9 billion population here on the planet Earth? 9 billion people by 2050. Think about that. How do you feed them? And Michael, as we hear and read so many articles and books about this certain thing, you know, they're starting to talk about fish that you've never tried before. They may be, you know, seriously ugly, but they, they're good for the body, you know, good for the soul. So it, it may be um, insects, you know, other countries eat insects all the time. It's no big deal. But for some reason here in America, we don't hear, or, or at least we're not learning that this is where we have to go. We're hearing from some of the chefs that, yes, there are things we have to do. But what do you say when someone asks, how do we feed 9 billion people in 2050? Well, I mean, that's a huge question. And, and to your point, many people have tried, uh, rather are trying to answer that question. And yes, the the most logical answer I've heard, well, why would be insects? You know, they're a really strong right. uh, and easy to breathe form of protein. And not everyone's going to just eat a bug whole. I mean, you can, you can uh, you know, turn insects into different kinds of protein. Um, but really, <laughs> I think the immediate point, uh, really focusing on the American audience especially, is you can't feed that many people uh, farming and growing the way that we do now. Um, so it's going to have to be a shift in what we eat and how we eat. But of course, we know that even if we say, okay, we should all eat less meat and we should eat more vegetables, and we'll throw in some insects. That sounds great. But at the end of the day, privilege will win out and that those with the means will be eating, you know, giant steaks whenever they want. And those that don't have means around the world will be forced to eat what. Uh, that what, 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 what others tell them to because of the world population. So this conversation, of course, um, is about the planet, uh, the species, and how we're going to survive living on this planet, but it also is about the exacer- exacerbation of the uh, inequality we already see between first world countries and other lesser affluent countries. Right, exactly. So here's the thing. Um, You've got so many perspectives around the world because you've got two countries, two countries on the planet that have over a billion people on them, and that is China and India. And so they're going to know way more how, you know, they're going to have more information on how to feed the masses because they're doing it. Are they doing it successfully? I don't know that. I don't have that information yet. I haven't read those books yet. But I do think we all need to start paying attention. So, of course, we've heard about the massive amounts of chickens that are, you know, being born, that they're planning to make sure they put in some type of, you know, we have a seed bank for vegetables and all this sort of thing, but there may be a seed bank for all of the animals as well to make sure that we always have enough to create and try to make it work. Um, so it's it's fascinating to me and absolutely terrifying at the same time. In fact, the National Geographic magazine talked about the future of food, and it says here, and I want to make sure I get this right, at, at Granja Matanquera 
in Brazil, 8 million hens lay 5.4 million eggs a day. Did you hear that? 5.4. This is this is actually happening. Uh, conveyor belts whisk the eggs to a packaging facility. Um, they demand um, demand for meat has tripled in the developing world in four decades, while egg consumption has increased sevenfold, driving a huge expansion of large scale um, animal operations. I mean, just to think that you know 8 million hens lay 5.4 million eggs a day that is inc- incredible so as we keep going and moving forward and looking at your nieces and nephews and my grandchildren uh grow forward it's going to be interesting to see what we eat and i'm saying this because you just ate some octopus not long ago and, uh, <laughs> you did you did and, and it wasn't your first time trying octopus right no, I love octopus. I mean, right. grilled octopus is delicious. But but I, I I went to the restaurant. It was actually last night. A new restaurant called Soulmate here in West Hollywood. And the waitress, I, she, she said it's really good. And she, she said it used to be really popular. I said it used to be. She said, yeah, this film came out last year called My Octopus Teacher. And I think it actually won won for best documentary. It won the Oscar. Um, and it's about this guy that goes in, and, and, and he doesn't live with octopus, but he, he visits the octopus every day, and they kind of become friends. It's, it's kind of beautiful. Um, and, and they he, kind he of become that, friends. Yeah, people loved it. It won an Oscar. I thought it was really boring and not very well produced. Um, and I just wasn't a huge fan of that, that documentary. Um, but that film came out, and apparently the octopus, like no one wants to order the octopus anymore. And I told her, I said, "Well, I've seen the documentary, and I'll have the octopus." Because <laughs> it, uh, of yeah, course you did. Creatures and they're friends, and you just it, it, you marvel at their intelligence, and they're also delicious. But so, are you ready to I'm eat gonna, a tarantula? So I've seen the YouTube videos of the people in countries where that is normal, right? And they're frying them. You know, they have live tarantulas, and they fry them up, and they just eat them with the crunch. And I, that is. That's just, I'm not there yet. <laughs> but you will I'm be. Not, Let me tell you I'm, something. When you're hungry, though, when you're hungry, remember that? Oh, what was Lord. that movie called? Uh, Alive or something like that, where they had that plane that crashed, God forbid. I mean, it really happened. People were eating people that had already died. So, I mean, you never know what you'll eat when you're trying to survive. And with that said, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sweet dreams, everyone. We're going to just end on that. Let's talk about detergent. <laughs> I think that'll, that'll clean it out of our minds. Oxy, Oxy. Oxy Just remember Oxy. Oxy it right out. Oxy it right By out the way, your, your cousin Jasmine sang this song at our last concert, Michael, and she slammed it. Oh, no, it was heard. fabulous. <laughs> I love you, son. I love you, too. All right. Take care of yourself. And to everyone else, thank you so much for listening. And I love this song. I look forward to being with you next Sunday. Until then, you take care of you. Find the joy. Good night. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 